what it is what it do welcome to your wrestling podcast it's clobbering time it is 109 mountain time i just finished survivor series the rest of the guys are probably sound asleep i'm coming off my voice is already crackled from uh happiness and also i just called you know uh almost eight to nine hours of basketball tonight for my uh my main job but we had to give the YWP, even if it's a short pod, I had to get you guys a podcast on CM Punk returning to the WWE. That sends chills down my spine in a positive way, thinking about that. Those that have listened to us from one fall all the way now to your wrestling podcast... Know where CM Punk ranks for me. He's one of, if not my favorite wrestler. But it has been a up and down time with Mr. Phil Brooks at times. And his AEW run definitely was a lot of that. The end of his WWE run was a lot of that. And here we are now back with Phil Brooks. CM Punk is back in the WWE there had been at least a lot of fan rumors that Punk was going to return. Sean Rassap pretty much outright shut it down continuously. All the major pundits shut it down. You know, at one point, it, it got confusing this week if there was a meeting, if there wasn't a meeting. It sounds like Punk really only reached out to Hunter. Now, we'll see how true that is, and I'll get to some of the other stuff, some of the news that broke. And we will do a bigger Survivor Series pod later on this week. Just wanted the kind of hit where the iron was hot on this CM Punk side of things. I haven't even listened to Sean Ross Sapp or Meltzer or Pollock and any of their thoughts at all. This is just pure Joshua Arbuthnot giving you his thoughts on CM Punk. I, I tried to reach out to the fellas to see if they'd want to do an emergency pod with me. But hey, it's a Saturday night. They're probably enjoying life or they're asleep. I am wide awake right now. Uh, I will admit, I, I didn't see this coming. I, I thought that he was not going to return. And, you know, I, like I said, I, I had this game, this pay-per-view, PLE, on tape delay. So I PVR'd it. And I fell for the classic Hunter NXT graphic. I actually more or less kind of got it spoiled by uh, a CM Punk Instagram account. But at first I kind of looked like that's not the stage. This is a fake thing. He did like a 2K thing or something. And then... At the same time as I looked at that, because they looked as soon as the graphic came up, I'm like, okay, I can go on social now because this punk thing is not happening. It's all good. You know what? We got a good show. We got the Randy Randy Orton return, which was nice. And I thought overall, pretty solid show from Survivor Series. Santos and Dragon Lee was was great. Dre, uh, Walter and uh, Miz was great. But, you know, I figured, hey, punk's not going to come here. And I, I will question it at one point, too, when they did the oh, Randy's not here, Randy's not here. I'm like, oh, they're leaving the door open for Punk. And you heard the Punk chants throughout the night continuously. And then they did a really good job, I thought, you know, leading to think that there was a mystery man, making the fans think that it was Punk. But, you know, having Randy come in and kind of take away from the cash and everything like that. So the expectations were kind of set and you felt satisfied. You didn't hear the CM Punk chants afterwards. So Hunter, I thought, booked this really, really well too. Have fans go away and be like, hey, that was a good show. We got the Randy return, and it was a fun match. You know what? I'm okay if Phil's not here, if CM Punk's not here. But we ended up getting CM Punk returning. And again, I I, I didn't see 
it coming personally and you know hunter i haven't watched the presser yet i will watch it after this but just seeing some of the quotes i have some notes here uh just saying if you're not the same guy you were 10 years ago you messed up everyone grows and for the WWE's sake first of all they gotta hope that's true was this a lot more of the elite pushing punk out of AEW and the clash between them and now the punk is in a more structured company in, it, in wwe as opposed to an AEW. And we have heard, you know, sometimes the inmates are running the asylum there in AW. I mean, you look at how Punk left with Jack Perry talking about the real glass thing and everything that transpired there. It is wild now that Tony Khan had such a great asset in CM Punk. And we, we, we don't know what happened. And Tony Khan doesn't really want to talk about it. He said his life was in danger. Maybe it was. But that was their greatest drawing asset that they had. He set records for them. Uh, on all levels now they've done a good job they just brought in will osprey so they signed a big free agent of their own right and we'll you know we'll talk about the mcintyre situation here in a second and how if that's kayfabe if that's not but wwe on a night two where AEW goes head to head with them brings back cm punk he didn't agree to the deal until today and it sounds like this was very quiet russell votes who is a twitter account that i would say a lot of folks trust when they come with stuff and just kind of said there was no word on cm punk to the wwe and if it was it was the greatest secret ever held and it turns out it was the greatest secret ever held because it seems like it was just hunter that had this decision and you know we uh, we'll find out more about how tko played a factor into this and other decisions it was or if this was just seemingly hunter's choice and if he really did keep the locker room out of this. So I guess that's another part of this. There's a lot of layers to cover here, but since I'm kind of going all over the place, you uh, you saw some reactions from members of the roster that were part of that war games, particularly Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Drew McIntyre stormed off and apparently was in a fit and left the building. There's been some footage showing a cameraman to him to, to kind of move and get going. So who knows what's real or not with Drew on that side. We know Drew's contract is coming to an end with the WWE. So we can't rule out anything there with Drew and what situation is going on. I, I, I'm not aware of any past issues with Drew McIntyre and with CM Punk. But again, Drew's contract is running out. So we'll see what is going on there. As for Seth Rollins... That that I 100% believe is kayfabe just because, you know, that that's the match. That's the match you go to at WrestleMania. And how's about the WrestleMania main events now? More than likely, night one will be CM Punk and Seth Rollins. CM Punk will get the WrestleMania main event that he has covered so long that really made him walk out. One of the reasons he walked out of the company. And then we'll probably have Cody and Seth Roll and Cody and Roman Reigns. And it, it, so interesting with punk you know that that's what he wanted he wanted that main event and he never got it and and you really can never say never in the wwe how many times have we seen individuals walk out only return and punk is so similar in ways to brett where they have the same attitude a lot obviously you know punk a big bret hart fan idolizes him and kind of a similar path of how he came back into the company you didn't think you would ever see it you know i brett was one that you didn't think it was seen, but you did see the ice thawed out with Brett doing the documentary. And I guess the closest with Punk is when he did uh, the, the show for FX. 
So that was kind of his first introduction there. Now, coincidentally, everybody else in that show is now in AEW, but Punk is the lone one there now in the WWE. It's going to be interesting to see the Punk promos that he does because he, he talked a lot of shit about WWE and how much he didn't ever want to go back there in his time in AEW. Um, and a lot of tweets that were anti-WWE. But, you know, they do say time heals up wounds. Bret Hart said the same thing. You know, Hogan said the same thing. And they all returned. I, I think more times than not, this is why, you know, the, the saying was, you never say never in the WWE, and you really don't. Almost 10 years since Punk had been out, and the idea was apparently to have him debut in the Rumble, which would have been the last event that we saw Punk at was the Royal Rumble taking a choke slam from corporate Kane and here he is now back still has cult of personality has all the entrance down it's, it's supposed to be a long contract you would assume this will be Punk's last stop and it is his last stop for a numerous amount of reasons I can't see AW welcoming him back at this point just with Everything that happened with the Elite and where the Elite stand in AEW. Uh, and it seemed like he had a really big burnt bridge with Tony Khan. We've heard various reports of getting in Tony Khan's face. And even before the Jack Perry stuff happened, maybe after the Jack Perry stuff happened, maybe after the match with Joe, we don't know. We've heard a lot of different stuff about what happened. And maybe we'll never know because Tony Khan stays very quiet on those matters. It will be interesting uh, what happens on AW on Wednesday if anyone mentions anything in a promo? You know, you have MJF facing Joe, Joe the last guy that faced Punk, and MJF has a microphone, and a lot of those promo battles with MJF and Punk were about when we thought the, the bidding war of 2024 was a thing, and if MJF would make a jump, and Punk, again, had a lot of disparaging things to say about WWE, th things that made you think he would never return to the company. Things that he also said when he debuted in AEW, saying that was the place that made him sick. So the Punk promo, which I would assume would be on Monday Night Raw, which is going to get a lot of attention and pop a huge rating for them. Punk, who is one of the greatest promos of all time, some would debate he is the greatest promo of all time, is going to have to write one of the greatest promos he ever can to kind of talk around some of the AEW things that he brought up. Because there was a lot of conversations, a lot of talk, a lot of anti-WWE talk in that AEW time. But I think when Punk came back, and we had heard just before he made his return to AEW, that he did stop by WWE and had a talk with Miz and kind of had a uh, meeting of the minds and kind of cool tensions between him and Miz and then had a talk with Hunter at that point before Vince McMahon kicked him out of the building and now we know with tko vince is less and less involved so i'm sure that played a factor in it, in it and i think it shows growth on both sides because hunter was the guy that punk was the most mad at when a lot of this happened you know remember hunter's comments on the austin pod after he was released vince's comments were about the accidental release remember if you go back to that colt cabana podcast that led to a lawsuit between these two it's, it's not just the punk, you know, got really hurt back then, was demanded by all these other stuff, a system he swore he would never go back to. And that's why, like, these men, these women, whoever, that come in the WWE system, they swear they'll never come back, but they do end up coming back. 
but he, he talked about in that, like, the only person he really told about his wedding was Hunter. And he got fired on his wedding day. And Vince in that Austin podcast said it was coincidental. And see, there's a, there's a lot of fences that have been mended here because Punk was fired on his wedding day. And that was one thing that I thought, you know, that's a hard thing to come back for. Like, we've seen guys and girls go to court with them. Hogan infamously went to court with WWE. Brock Lesnar did. I think Brock was the last one that shocked me this much because there was a point where I really didn't think Brock was going to come back with the lawsuit that they had, the man drew a sword, not drew, got a tattoo of a sword in his chest about how Vince McMahon stabbed him and he returned. So this is kind of reaffirmed to me that everyone's going to return. So someone like Sasha, Mercedes Monet currently, not going to be shocked now when Mercedes, whenever she decides to return, will make a return because everybody does. And that's another thing too, Punk at Comic-Con, just as recent, I believe two years ago, talked about how proud he was of Mercedes and Trinity walking out of the company. So it wasn't too long ago that he was applauding individuals for walking out of the company. But for whatever reason now, Punk has decided it's time for him to come back. And again, I come back to maybe the stability of a WWE. Maybe having Hunter in charge. Maybe he didn't want to deal with Vince anymore. And that's what I'm wondering for a few talents returning. We saw that in the the big round of returns that Triple H had. I I wonder again, again, that stability rule. And, And not having to deal with the elite. Obviously him and the elite clashed heads and that just wasn't going to work and i do feel when punk made the comeback that he did i don't think his heart was ever into it i think at times he did things intentionally to try to get out of that company because things had been building up and building up and building up and you know he said the stuff about hey man page not selling merchandise as much as he did and you can go a, a copious amount of returns and it came back, but it never felt like his heart was in it. You know, even, you know, the collision debut, there was supposed to be this whole thing where Punk was there at the upfront and he was supposed to be in the poster and everything. And then he cut this whole promo on John Moxley and everything that Moxley did. And so that's going to be a big thing within the locker room is the stability of what Punk can bring. And, and that's still going to be a thing in the WWE. Now, we, we, we never heard too many issues about that he had with other talent as much in WWE, not the way that we did in AEW. But that will be a big question in mind. You know, I'm assuming most of the reactions that we saw today are all kayfabe, but there is going to be talent that isn't going to be happy with the CM Punk that are friends with the Bucks, that are friends with the Elite, and heard stories in AEW of how he was backstage. But at the end of the day, TKO and AW knew the draw that CM Punk is, and that's why he's back in the company. And, you know, it's a big pop for Chicago to have him return there. And I'm still kind of in shock. So here's a few details uh, from PW Insider. Uh, there was thought about punking Punk into the Rumble, as I mentioned earlier, and that would have been kind of apropos because it would have been 10 years of Punk returning. And... Uh, they decided to go against it because they felt that the rumor would have started getting stronger. He didn't sign, again, officially until today. Some stuff I've read is he didn't sign until officially like hours before the pay-per-view, which is kind of hilarious because the last deal that he did officially sign with WWE was that money in the bank where he wasn't sure if he was going to come back. And then the last second did make a sign uh, to have his big run. And I mean, Punk jumps to the tippity-top of draws in the WWE. You, you can argue, and I'll have this discussion with the fellas, you can argue he's a big, the biggest draw in the company. He's a bigger draw than Roman Reigns. And, and, that, and the, the feuds, we'll get to the feuds in a second. Let's get to some of the stories 
here uh, again from PW Insider. Once the uh, the the ice broke between Punk and WWE, the deal came together rather quickly. It's been seen by WWC, WWE as a new beginning. Based on what was inferred, the two sides actually came to terms officially at some point today. And so it seems like whatever issues there were, obviously the wedding thing, I'm sure, was brought up and apologized for. And with everything the Punk talked about in the Cabana podcast, I'm sure there was a lot of caveats in this contract of things that Punk wanted, that Punk got. I, I think he would be a fool not to have done those caveats in this in this latest deal with the WWE. Obviously, he's starting to start an acting career. We've seen him in shows like Heels, and he's been in Mayan, so he's starting to build up his acting uh, career at this point. So I'm assuming he's going to have some stuff in here, contingencies that he can act in different things. They'll, they'll help promote it. They'll help him get to those different levels. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's going to be a big contingency for Punk. Uh, it's several years in length, like we talked about, this new merch that dropped. Here's a few things from Sean Ross Sapp. CM Punk told at least one person close to him he had an hour-long conversation with Hunter last week. WWE staff reps creative had no idea. He walked through the back in play-in sight minutes before he appeared, then cleared out the arena. Triple H took over calling the show in the last couple of minutes and called for the copyright logo. Even in production, they didn't know. So who knows? We don't know if these are kayfabe or not, what the reactions to everybody is all i know is seth and co and and punk is going to be absolutely electrifying and it yeah i i'm absolutely excited for that side of things and you know the news will come out you'll listen to the news on the sean ross apps and the Pollocks and the melters and all them i just want to kind of the talk about my excitement that he's coming back and everything and the detail to do it here and it's still uh, outrageous. I mean, and the, the dream matches that you can have with him, there's so many that you have. The Seth Rollins one is at the top. And it's going to be really interesting now where we go for Mania. Like I said, I, I believe Seth and Punk will headline night one. And then Cody and Roman will headline night two. So assume that a women's feud is now not going to main event. And then where does Gunther go in all this? And I'm assuming right now... Punk now automatically jumps to the favorite to win the Rumble. You'd have to assume. I, when Senator and I talked on the pod this week, we both assumed that Gunther was going to win the Rumble. Now you have to wonder if it's Punk. Punk winning the Rumble makes the most sense now at this point to win the Rumble. You know, that's the event that was his last WWE pay-per-view at that time, now PLE. And... To come back to win that and then face Seth at Mania, that makes the most sense. So you could have a situation now with Gunther holding that Intercontinental Championship all the way to Mania and now having someone challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship and Mania. Maybe that's where Gunther suffers the big loss and then you have a year story of Gunther getting back on top of the hill. That would be maybe a guess. But Punk and Gunther could be a great match. Obviously, the Roman Reigns feud is right there. And as I mentioned, wonder if they make the audible on that but just with the reaction that seth had today that seems to be the way we're gonna go uh, you do have that roman and punk feud to go with and it's too bad they didn't have punk beforehand just because of punk being the longest modern day champion that they had priorly 
that would have uh, been a nice touch for them to have. But, hey, you know, things are in a different place than they are right now. You know, you can always maybe at least another Cena reaction. Him and Cody was a feud that we wanted in AEW, and now we're going to have the ability to have in WWE. Um, whatever there is there with Drew McIntyre, I'm not sure. You know, with a, with a Jey Uso, with the Judgment Day, with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and CM Punk on the mic. I'm so ready for that. Even The Miz. There is stuff there with him and Miz. And we saw with this Miz and Gunther feud that when you get Miz to a certain level, he can bring it with the best of them. So that that's a feud that there. And Grayson Waller and him on the on the mic is going to be fun. Him and Melo down, down the road. There, there are so many matches. AJ Styles and CM Punk is something I never thought I'd have the opportunity to see in the ring. And there's layers to Punk and Cody, Punk and AJ with their connections to the Elite. And a story that you get to tell the Elite story the best that you can in WWE. You can tell the story of him disrespecting his friends. But Punk vs. Cody is a money match. Because that's the closest we're probably going to get to that version of the Elite versus CM Punk. So you have that story to build up to. CM Punk and Nakamura. Is that the, is that the guy that Nakamura was talking about in all of this? Because that's what we were wondering when he hit the GTS. And then you got to wonder, with all these little crew clues that Seth had lines at, that specifically Corey Graves had lines at, were those things that they knew priorly, that Punk was there? You know, a big tip of the hat that some people looked at was Cord Jade putting up the picture with her and Punk today and wondering if that was happening with the Living Color new track coming out on Friday. So there were still a few things there. I, I will admit... As we got into the week, I, I was at zero. You know, Joel Johnson never wavered. He always had Punk returning to WWE. And I, I just didn't see it happening. I just thought, at this point, the company is so hot right now, they didn't technically need to see him Punk. Because this is the hottest the company has been in a long time. Everything is going good. And I just thought there was still so many wounds there that couldn't be healed from them firing him on his wedding day to, you know, the comments that he made in AEW to, you know, wasn't sure what the relationship was with Hunter. But Hunter has shown in the past now, how's about Triple H? You know, he is much like Vince did, but Hunter has been able to, you know, break break bread, thin the ice when he needs to. He did it with Goldberg. That was a big one because he and Goldberg obviously had a notoriously bad relationship. And he brought back Goldberg and... Quote the authority. That was best for business right there. And it, it has shown now that Hunter and TKO will do what's best for business. And that's the one side we haven't heard just yet. I, I wonder how much Ari Manuel and TKO played a factor in this. Or this is sure solely just a WWE and Triple H decision. Because this is the first major thing that's happened that has been under the TKO brand. You know, and... Randy's return this week was great. But bringing in a guy, the stature of CM Punk, with everything that CM Punk brings, you got guys like Bill Simmons talking about him. I, you know, I, like I said, I, was, I stayed off social media to the end, and social media has literally flooded with CM Punk t- tweets. And, I, you know, again, I don't want to just knock down AEW, but when Punk came back to AEW, it was cool. It was great. And, you know, there was a lot of hype and a lot of energy. The amount of social media i have seen for punk returning to the wwe it's a different level 
you know, when Edge came to AW, it was cool and it, people were definitely hyped about it. But you see what the different beast is for the WWE, and Punk is now back there. Ten years later, almost ready for clobbering time, ready to bring the stream matches, ready to make some more moments within the WWE. And it is uh, it is still an absolutely surreal feeling that we're going to get a chance to see CM Punk today. Um, PW Insider reports they are told by one source that Punk is expected at Monday Night Raw in Nashville, Tennessee. And what else do we have? That is about it. Stephanie McMahon was also in Survivor Series, so don't know what that has to do with anything. And uh, I guess some people were interested because they hadn't re removed any CM Punk signs. And uh, they said that security had to take Seth back. I, I do believe that's kayfabe, personally. So we'll... Uh, We'll have a lot more right here in on your wrestling podcast. Like Senator and I said, the one thing about Survivor Series that we always got excited for, it is the road to WrestleMania. And this road for WrestleMania 40, my friends, just hit another level and took a detour in Chicago with a second city saint. And now for WrestleMania 40, I didn't think it was going to happen, but it's going to be a visionary versus clobbering time. CM Punk is back in the WWE. It is unbelievable. We'll have another Your Wrestling Podcast coming up this week. Unbelievable. Cheers and enjoy the day, people.